0: to start today with this. Justin Fields is expected to stay with the Bears. According to NFL teams, this is a report from Jeremy Fowler, BSPN. Quote, most teams I've talked to expect the Bears to keep Justin Fields. The expectation is they'd move out of that number one pick. So, We've seen so much speculation, mainly from these morons at ESPN, who've gone back and forth saying every single day and every single show, why well, the Bears should trade Justin Fields or keep that number one overall pick. I found it ironic that it's an ESPN reporter who refutes his own colleagues here, but that's besides the point. Jeremy Fowler is confirming what I think a lot of us assumed heading into this offseason and beyond. I think it makes sense for the Bears to hold on to Justin Fields. But I think more than that, we have to look at his body of work and where he's gone from Game 1 to Game 17 in order to understand why the Bears are most likely going to make this decision. We all knew before the season this was kind of a make or break year for Justin Fields. Kind of. And I say kind of because... There could have been blame placed on Ryan Poles or Matt Eberflus, and rightfully so, he had no weapons, he had nothing around him, yet Justin Fields, to his credit, didn't let those excuses get in the way. He didn't say, woe is me, I have nobody around me, I have a defensive-minded head coach, I have a GM who's not spending for me, I'm just going to give up, roll over, and die. He didn't say that, nor did he act like that, fortunately. He showed everybody that he had a fighting spirit. There was something inside of him. And he knew deep down he needed to get better. There were things he needed to work on. And he needed to show that, hey, I deserve to be here. I was picked, top picked for a reason. I I was traded up for for a reason. And I think I could be the future of this team. I really gave Justin Fields credit. He could have really sat down and played the the woe is me card easily. and, And I really wouldn't have blamed him with the situation that he inherited. Now, we talk about the situation that Ryan Paul's inherited, Matt Eberflus inherited. What about the situation that Justin Fields inherited? He's drafted by a lame duck head coach and GM. The Bears move up for him. Those same people are fired a year later. Got nobody around you. You're projected to be the worst team in football, which you ended up being. You have a new GM, new head coach. Got to prove yourself to them. No protection, nothing around you as weapons. And he never said once, woe is me, I feel so sorry for myself, I'm not performing because of all the problems around me. I really give him a lot of credit. Not once did we hear Justin Fields say any of that out of his mouth, and now look at where he is today. He actually improved, if you could believe that, got better with that situation that he inherited. And now stands today ready to go next year and a really big make-or-break year for a good reason. Maybe we see Fields finally become a superstar instead of just a star or a mid-level quarterback. That's something we need to remember, too. Next year's a prove-it year, but I think it's a prove-it year in a different way. It's not, okay, let's see if Justin Fields is competent. We know that. It's, let's see if Justin Fields could really be a superstar in this league. And that's why I knew Entering this offseason, there was no way the Bears were going to trade him. And that's why this report makes sense. <clears throat> this is a different sort of prove it year for Justin Fields. It's not a prove that you're confident, prove that you could play quarterback in the NFL. It's prove that you could be a superstar. Already a mid level guy to a star, can you be a superstar? Can you be a top five QB? That's what makes this year so exciting for him. And for all of us watching, So there's a different sort of expectation, a different sort of jump that we should be expecting for Fields this year. It's not a prove-it year as if, oh, if you do bad, you're going to be cut, you're out of this team. No, it's a prove-it year in the sense of, can you be a superstar? Can you be a top five, top-ten QB? Can you be the guy that really does make highlight reel plays with your arm and whip your legs every single week instead of just one? That's what excites me about Justin Fields this year. That's what I think we should be all watching. So with this report from Jeremy Fowler, it kind of confirms everything that we talked about. This does not shock me, and it does not surprise me whatsoever. I'm all for a healthy debate. I'm all for weighing the pros and cons of, yes, the Bears should draft Bryce Young, or no, they shouldn't keep Justin Fields. I love a healthy debate. I love healthy arguments and discourse. We need that. We need different ideas. Need to discuss things and weigh out the pros and cons. Can't just go one way or the other. I'm all for discussion. But when you weigh out the pros and cons, when you make that list, when you look at Justin Fields, look at Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or Will Levis, I think the answer is pretty clear. You keep Justin Fields. And you trade away a top pick and get three or four guys in return, which we'll talk about in our next segment. That's what you should be doing. And I think Ryan Poles is approaching the situation, to his credit, very well. I have no problem with this mindset or idea. That's what you got to do. And again, I say, next year, don't call it a prove-it year for fields. Call it a superstar year or not for fields. That's what it is. It's a superstar year. It's a next-level type year. We've all already assumed and already seen that he is a competent NFL quarterback, and that is enough for me to say the Bears should not trade him, or they shouldn't draft a rookie. Imagine Bryce Young, rookie year last year, even rookie year this year, but this sort of Bears team. I don't think it would go too well. I think everybody would be flabbergasted and stunned by the lack of production on the part of Bryce Young or CJ Stroud or Will Levis. Look at this team. It is not configured for a rookie quarterback. Last year, Justin Fields was forced to become more mature. He was thrusted into the wilderness again and was told, good luck, kid. And you know what? He turned things around as the season moved forward and never said once, this team sucks. I'm not performing because of this team. He just went out there and played his ass off when he was healthy. That's commendable. That's respectful. Any other rookie quarterback would not be able to do what he did last year. That's enough for me to say no need to draft a quarterback. And it's also enough for me to say next year is not a prove-it year. It's a a are-you-going-to-be-a-superstar year. You're already at that star status. Will you be a top five NFL QB? We can find out a little bit more next season. That's what we need. That's what everybody should be expecting. That's what I would say to everybody wondering about this report, wondering what the Bears should do. I buy Jeremy Fowler. He's done great reporting over the years, especially on, believe it or not, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, A lot of great reporting from him. He got an exclusive interview with Mitch last year, and this report seems right to me, too. It just makes sense. Quote, most teams I've talked to do expect the Bears to keep Justin Fields. The expectation is that they'd move out of that number one pick. Yes, perfect. Thank you, Jeremy Fowler. And again, I'm not saying Justin Fields is perfect, okay? I've... Praised him a lot during this segment, but I've also criticized him a lot too. And most of you know that if you've followed the program over the years. I'm not Justin Fields' number one fanboy. You'll never see me sitting here wearing a Justin Fields jersey, rooting him on. I just want to see good, solid play more than anything from this entire team. And Justin Fields has not been perfect. in these first three games of 2022, he was very reminiscent of last year. And last year was not impressive at all. It was scary. For a minute, you did think, hey, is he going to be a bust or not? Fair thought. But Fields turned things around as the season moved forward. And he got so much better game in and game out as he got more reps, more experience. It was awesome. It was awesome the way he improved, the evolution of Fields that we saw. Week in and week out was just amazing. I mean, that Patriots game, in my opinion, Monday night was the best game of the entire season, team-wide for the Bears. They beat up on Bailey Zapp and Mac Jones. Handily, Fields played well. The defense played great. That, That team, that iteration of the team, is what we need to see this season as a team. Same with Fields. That's the way things have to go for them. So I buy this report, I buy this idea, and I really think next year, you've heard it here first, next year is not a prove-it year, it's are you a superstar year. That's how I'm going to start approaching next season for Fields. As I've done more thinking about his situation, what the Bears are going to be offering, this number one overall pick, it's all been in my mind the past couple of weeks, and I've really thought it out, and now I think I've found somewhat of a good conclusion. We know Fields is competent. That was last year's test. Are you an NFL quarterback? Are you even capable of being somewhat good enough to lead a team? Check. Checked off easily. So now it's, are you going to be a superstar, or do you need a good team around you to win? Are you going to be an Alex Smith or a Patrick Mahomes? Going to be a game manager? Are you going to be a leader? And either way, I'm okay with it. Alex Smith is a good quarterback. I'm not trying to slight him, but I'm just wondering what kind of a player Justin Fields will be. And I think that's what we're going to see in 2023. We're going to find out, okay, is he going to be a top five QB? Is he going to be a superstar? Is he going to be a mid-level QB? Because already I could say with confidence, Justin Fields is a top 20 quarterback. I think he's 20th or 19th as of right now, and he only has room to go up. So we know that, which is great. Now we need to find out, is he going to be a superstar? But I'm saying all this just to say that this report from Jeremy Fowler is great. Why would the Bears trade a quarterback who two years in has proven enough to be competent when you have other quarterbacks, rookies like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or Will Levis, who we have no idea what they're capable of? And if you brought one of them into this situation last year, they would not have done as good as Justin Fields did, plain and simple. And that should really end the discussion right there. Would Bryce Young, Will Levis, or C.J. Stroud have done better than what Justin Fields did last year with that team? Worst team in football. No weapons, no spending money, new coach, new GM. Would Bryce Young, would Will Levis, or would CJ Stroud have done what Justin Fields did? Answer is no, and that's it. End of story, end of discussion. I got Dan Tana coming in. Tana Solit, yo, yes, a Sunday stream from John Perfect. Dan, appreciate the donation, brother. Dan Tana is the man. Uh, you guys should follow his channel. By the way, at Tana he there's a lot of um, tech reviews. I know we did one the other day. It's Samsung versus the uh, new Apple iPhone. I tuned in, Dan. I loved it. Uh, Me and Dan go back and forth all the time on Twitter and Facebook, and I appreciate the donation and appreciate all of you guys hanging out with us here, taking a look at some of your other comments. And who else tapped in? Joseph, I like Jeff and the way he holds himself in the face of adversity. This team would have broke most QBs straight up. Fields having only two 200-yard passing games in two years is a huge red flag where you should be considering to draft another QB. Fields hasn't shown anything to be confident. Huh, interesting. Leonidas, with that. Justin Fields is the best QB we have. I am grateful. Um, Joseph Archer, the Bears, just need to give Justin Fields help on both sides of the ball, and Justin will go from there. Let's go, Bears. And Leonidas also said Bryce Young has better field of vision and better accuracy, so Bryce Young would do better. Than Justin Fields. You know, I say this without comment, Leonidas. Maybe you're right, and maybe I'll be wrong. And in five years, you could shred me to pieces for having the wrong opinion on Fields versus Bryce Young. But how could you say that Bryce Young has better vision than Justin Fields? And here's why I say that: after Justin Fields' rookie year. Remember when everybody was giving him crap because he said, oh, the game is so slow to me, and he mentioned that in the preseason, and then he got killed <laughs> his rookie year, right? We remember that. So Bryce Young having better vision at the college level means absolutely nothing when it comes to the NFL. That's the key. So you, we, we can't make that comparison. That's the problem. We can't say, hey, Bryce Young's better at this, this, and this when we've never seen Bryce Young play for an NFL team. We don't know what Bryce Young has to offer at a better level than Alabama. That's why I caution anybody saying, hey, they would do better, or this guy's better, or whatever. We don't know, and I'll tell you what again: Bryce Young, last year with his current skill set, would not have done better than Justin Fields in that situation. Now, in five years, with both guys having superstar teams around them, could be an entirely different story. But last year, the 2022 Bears, if Bryce Young was the quarterback and not Justin Fields, Bryce Young would not put up the numbers that Justin Fields did. That is enough for me to say, hold on and keep Justin Fields. That's it. That simple of a discussion, and that's why I've said, I think the buck stops there in regards to the trade Justin Fields talk and to the we got to get rid of him talk, right? That's the way I see it, at least. I don't think um, it's worth, going further than that on this discussion.